Hi gang, thanks for downloading this classic episode of News Fighters. Just a reminder, if you're looking for new, original episodes of News Fighters, they're now over on the Irrational Fear podcast feed. So search for Irrational Fear on your podcasting app or go to irrationalfear.com for all new episodes of News Fighters. In the meantime, enjoy this classic News Fighters episode. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This is News Fighters. Where we fight the news so you don't have to. With Dylan Behan. No, damn it, you pronounced it wrong again anyways. Welcome to News Fighters for today, Sunday, June 7, 2020. I'm your host, Dylan Bain. Now, I know I said I'd be taking a break from News Fighters for a while, but... Uh, Turns out there's a lot of news happening right now. So, coming up, we'll be talking about the Black Lives Matter protests that have taken over the world following the brutal police execution of George Floyd in Minneapolis in the United States. But first, in any other week, it would be the top story. But news of Australia slipping into its first recession in many people's lifetimes barely made the news at all this week. Australia's pandemic-hit economy is now in recession for the first time in 29 years. Yes, sadly, it appears as though Australia is in a recession, but... You wouldn't catch Treasurer Josh Frydenberg saying the R word when he announced it. Is Australia in recession today? The answer to that uh, is yes. Yes, Josh Frydenberg there sounding like a bashful teenager admitting he just stuffed up. So, son, did you borrow the car without asking? The answer to that uh, is yes. And did you also fake being sick to wag school, go on a madcap adventure through Chicago singing Twist and Shout in a parade and then accidentally push my vintage car into a ravine when you were trying to roll the odometer backwards? The answer to that uh, is yes. But don't worry, Scott Morrison has a plan to get us out of this recession. Scott Morrison is hoping Australia will build its way out of recession brick by brick through $25,000 grants. Homeowners can apply for $25,000 grants to help renovate their properties under a new scheme announced by the Morrison government. Yes, $25,000 renovation grants or grants, I'm not sure. Now, now this program has copped a lot of criticism in the media for supposedly only benefiting the rich and well-off, but it's not true. I want Everyone out there who's struggling right now, all you uh, uh, laid-off workers, not your hair, going to cover rent, temporary visa holders queuing for food relief, homeless people sleeping rough, I'm going to tell you how you too will benefit from this package. Now, first of all, a rich retired boomer who already owns their house will save $25,000 on their upcoming kitchen renovation, and then they're going to take that money and put it towards a bathroom renovation on their holiday house. See? 
everybody wins. Okay, thankfully, in regards to the coronavirus, uh, the news in Australia is actually getting better. Australia's national death toll from COVID-19 has been revised down. The number of total deaths now sits at 102. Yes, in Australia, our coronavirus death toll is so low, it's actually going backwards. Just like our IQs. We managed to flatten the curb so much that pubs are reopening and, um, From Saturday the 13th, gyms as well as yoga, pilates and dance studios can reopen. Yes, gyms are reopening. Finally, we can all watch the news and cry, but on a treadmill. And yes, onto the biggest story of the last couple of weeks that's overtaken the pandemic and the recession, and that's the horrible and tragic police execution in America of George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter protests that have erupted around the world, including here in Australia. Our Prime Minister Scott Morrison spoke out in support of Australian protests against police brutality and Aboriginal deaths in custody. I think the anxieties and frustrations that they're feeling, it's a free country. People will make their protests and make their voices heard. Ha, huh, no, who am I kidding? Of course, that was him supporting the right of anti-5G, anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorists to protest during a pandemic. Here he is addressing the anti-racism protesters. And I say to them, don't go. So this isn't about issues regarding people's ability to express themselves and engage in protest activity. We all respect that. Yes, and despite the government's advice, huge Black Lives Matter protests went on all around Australia on the weekend. Unfortunately, the New South Wales police didn't respect the protesters. To breaking news on that protest action in the city tonight, crowds are scuffling with police at Central Station. It appears several protesters have been hit with capsicum spray. Look, and fair enough of the New South Wales police to lash out like that. I mean, they're they're probably very bored as they haven't been able to fine anyone for eating a kebab in public for a while or or strip search any teenagers at music festivals. They, They just had to let off some steam in the form of capsicum spray in people's eyes. Over in the US, the protests have been a lot more out of control with widespread uh, fires, looting and police brutality, shocking even our daggy dad PM, Scott Morrison. What about what's going on in the US at the moment? What do you think when you look at those images coming in? Well, Jen and I are watching those images on the weekend together and actually our kids were with us at the time just over breakfast and um, they were terribly disturbing. But, you know, there's been, you know, there's there's not always rubbish on social media. I saw a good meme on the weekend, Martin Luther King uh, uh, you know, didn't change anything by burning anything down and looting any shops. Oh, great. So ScoMo's getting his race relations advice from memes on Facebook now. Hey, ScoMo, here's a funny Facebook meme doing the rounds you might have seen. It's the distracted boyfriend meme, but it's the voters of Australia looking longingly at Jacinta Ardern instead of you. Have you seen that one? Okay, look, reciting visual memes on an audio podcast doesn't work. What's an audio meme I could play you? Oh, here you go, ScoMo. Here's one you might enjoy. Uh, it's uh, you being yelled at by Cabago residents after the bushfires. A uh, couple up with the Kerber enthusiasm theme. Nah, you're an idiot, mate. No, I'm pissed what about- off. You're not welcome, you fuckwit. The huge protests have actually led to something I thought completely unimaginable happening here in Australia. Uh, we're finally having grown-up discussions about the scourge of racism and the tragedy of Aboriginal deaths in custody. Um, and it's even happening in unexpected places like breakfast television show Studio 10. And a lot of people here over the weekend, I've heard them say, lucky we, we live in Australia. And... I quickly thought, well, it's not so lucky for some 420 families who have had loved ones die in custody since 1991 in Australia. Yeah, Studio 10 there sounding quite different from how they usually discuss Indigenous issues. Has anyone been out to the outback where children, babies, five-year-olds are being raped, their mothers are being raped, their sisters are being raped, they get no education what have you done? I'm sure it, that is not even faintly true, Kerry, and you're sounding quite racist right now. 
Oh, I'm offended by that, Yumi. But look, the grown-up conversations didn't last too long. They quickly went back to normal. Uh, like when Joe Hildebrand equated the Black Lives Matter protests with, um childbirth for some reason. Well, ironically, given you talk about the writing and the lawlessness, most births... That's actually, exactly! Most births actually sound like an armed robbery. It's like, give me the drugs! Give me the drugs! I'll kill you! I'll kill you! Give me the drugs! Thanks, Joe Hildebrand. That was so bad, it makes me wonder if maybe the US police heard your bad segue and that's why they attacked our Australian news media in Washington. And look... That might have been a bad segue, but it still wasn't as bad as Joe Hildebrand's. An Australian news team has been attacked by police forcibly removing people away from the White House. Australian journalists found themselves in the firing line. Oh, whoa. Officers not discriminating between protesters and the press. Okay, first of all, I know we all resent the fact Channel 7 is bringing back Big Brother for the 10,000th time, but that's no reason to lash out physically at the news media. And I have to say, I feel partly responsible for this. I'm the one who named my podcast News Fighters, but that doesn't mean you should actually fight the news media. That's inexcusable. I named the podcast as a bad pun joke on Foo Fighters. And now it's actually happening. Thank God I didn't name the podcast something worse, like News Pandemic. Yes, American police literally bashed a Channel 7 news crew when trying to clear a Washington park for President Trump to hold a photo op in front of a church. And this was the defense of that police action from the White House press secretary. To protect the lives of officers, they have a right to defend and to protect themselves. Yeah, the police had to protect themselves from Channel 7 filming them on their bad side, their bad angle. I guess they're just very self-conscious about their image. Meanwhile, over at good old Sky News, Andrew Bolt reckons increasing racial unrest in Australia is, of course, caused by the ABC. How dare our national broadcaster feed the flames of racial tension like this? Yes, Andrew Bolt is right there. I have it on good authority that Bluey the dog is, in fact in the militant wing of the Black Panthers. Look, we're all very frightened by what's happening in America, not just with the police brutality, but also Donald Trump's increasingly authoritarian tactics and divisive rhetoric, which was on full display in the speech he gave right before he went for his Bible-brandishing photo op at the church. I am mobilizing all available federal resources, civilian and military, to stop the rioting and looting, to end the destruction and arson, and to protect the rights of law-abiding Americans, including your Second Amendment rights. Uh, Some people believe Donald Trump was implying there should be a uh, militia uprising there, including radical left-wing extremist conspiracy theorists like Channel 9's Chris Ullman. Well, the United States president had two choices. He could be the consoler-in-chief, which is what we see sometimes from the American president who reaches out to his nation and tries to heal divisions, or he could exacerbate them and do what he just did then, behave like a totalitarian leader who wants to put the militia on the streets. So when he talks about the Second Amendment, he, he talks about the right to keep and bear arms, and those units that he's talking about, you know, some disorganised, some organised ones in the United States who see that as their sacred right to keep and bear arms, He's essentially urging them to think about what that means in this context. And and I think that's a deeply disturbing thing for an American president to do because he then sets up citizen against citizen. You know, we've had an uncivil war in the United States for a very long time. My fear has been for a long time, given the way that divisions in the United States Uh, going, that it's not impossible that you could see a civil war again. Look, people are being alarmist. Of course Trump wouldn't start a civil war to distract from his catastrophic mishandling of the pandemic or the accompanying economic collapse. Trump would start a civil war just for the fun of it because he's an absolute maniac. Now, when it comes to civil wars, 
I follow the sound and timeless advice of the great philosopher Axel Rose, who once said, I don't need your civil war. No, 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 no. Oh, 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 no. Oh, 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 no. And give me one of everything that's on the dessert cart. Thanks. Look, it's very depressing watching what's happening in America right now with the media being targeted and attacked, widespread police brutality against peaceful protesters, looting and violence being blamed on a non-existent entity, Antifa, which Trump wants to declare a terrorist organization and the military being called out to be used against its own people. For anyone who watches world news, America is starting to resemble Turkey, Hungary or the Philippines, but with Marvel films and Twinkies as a breakfast cereal. And for Australia going forward... It means we probably can't look to America for moral or democratic leadership anymore, uh, unless this guy manages to win in November. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. Mm, could happen. And with America under Trump starting to look like a failed democracy, Australia is going to have to look to other large democracies for world leadership. I think there were, a few, there were actually a few coronavirus uh, patients and I shook hands with everybody. No, not you. Okay, looking at the unrest over there in America, Scott Morrison made, dare I say it, a maybe... True observation. My first response is just to be grateful of the wonderful country we live in here. And and I just think to myself, how wonderful a country is Australia. Yeah, I think we can agree with that. How wonderful a country is Australia. Uh, we'd never follow America down the road of increasing authoritarianism by electing a populist like Trump. Australians would never be dumb enough to elect a military fetishizing, evangelical signaling, sovereignty spruiking, anti-press freedom, anti-transparency, anti-peaceful protesting, poverty criminalizing, Nixon channeling, baseball cap wearing. Oh, no, wait, I think you can guess where this is heading. To a foreboding clip montage. Today we act to protect Australia's sovereignty. Can we acknowledge together uh, the Ngunnawal people? Can I also acknowledge, as is my habit, to acknowledge anyone here who is serving in our defence forces and certainly those who are veterans. Scott Morrison, of course, invited the media into his Pentecostal church in Sydney. Our nation needs more prayer and more worship. Scott Morrison has vowed to crack down on indulgent and selfish environmental activists. And I say to them, don't go. What we want is more learning in schools and less activism in schools. Federal police have raided the ABC in Sydney. Does the Prime Minister agree that journalism is not a crime? There is no in this country, Mr Speaker, who is above the law. The Senate has rejected an inquiry into the Energy Minister's business interests. The Greens Labor push to have a Senate inquiry into Angus Taylor's conduct fell short. Over almost five years, thousands of people like Bethany had been sent so-called robo-debt letters. The government's also proposing drug testing for some welfare recipients. I mean, we're trying to help people get off drugs and get into work and trial innovative new ways of doing that. The nation's news giants say legislation is now hampering journalists from reporting everything from hospital cover-ups to tax office whistleblowers. We like to believe that we are a transparent democracy, but when you look at comparable places like the United Kingdom or the United States, we are much less transparent. Some may want to glue themselves to the top of things. My ears are glued to the quiet Australians. Look, say what you will about Trump, at least he's never lowered himself to the point of doing a Borat impersonation. Very nice, very nice. Okay, so that's News Fighters for today, Sunday, June 7, 2020. It was written and presented by me, Dylan Bain. News Fighters is now on Pod Hero. Listen to us on the Pod Hero app, and a portion of your $6 monthly fee goes to us and all the other podcasts you listen to. Check it out now at podhero.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook or check out old episodes at newsfighters.com. Thanks for listening. Please stop fighting the news media. Wash your hands and bye for now. This 
is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com <laughs>